This is the Westlake Nation Podcast. Powered by the Westlake Shot Club. At the 20, 10, 5, touchdown! And he is into the end zone. Oh man, what a catch here! Touchdown, Westlake! And brought to you by... Austin Face and Body, Independence Title, Appliances Now, St. David's South Austin Medical Center, Hat Creek Burger Company, Hobart Auto Group, Our Way Appliances, Restore Hyper Wellness. And now, here's Joe Taylor with another episode of Shap of the Week. Visiting with our Shap of the Week, it's your defensive back, Whit Greer. Whit, obviously your role is one that we talk about in pretty much every podcast we record whether they are a, a member of the attack team or whether or not they are a member of the attack team maybe they were at one point and i think roles and defined roles are big with any organization as i always tell everybody if we could sell tickets monday through wednesday we would but i think on saturday we really found out how good the attack team is because you, you saw it on display against a team that was in a third round playoff game and when you guys got an opportunity to, to get in and play when the game got out of hand, you kind of showed everybody how good how good you actually are playing football. The attack guys, we love preparing the team, you know, but we're always working. So when we get time to get in the game, you know, we'll get after it. We'll make some plays. We'll do the best we can, you know, keep us in the game. When, when you have the opportunity to make plays in practice, I think that's when you get everybody's attention. And so many times I tell people, it's like, What's the difference between, you know, Westlake and everybody else? And I said, okay, we'll take your first 22 guys on offensive defense and then take your next 22 guys. And then the next 22, those next 22 guys are probably better than a lot of people's first and second 22 guys. And I think that's what a lot of people don't truly understand. You know, you know, you have your starters, you have your captains, you have guys that play all the time. But what you don't know is because of the, the strength of the organization and because just how much culture is involved at Westlake. I think what's lost in the shuffle is, yeah, you guys could bail and probably play for, for other teams in the district. You guys could go play for other schools. You don't, you choose to stay here, which says a lot about your character. Definitely. I mean, the atmosphere at Westlake, it kind of provides the energy for everyone to go work. I mean, even if you wake up bad morning, everyone wants to get after it. The boys will cheer you up in the morning. The energy is just kind of what, Keeps everyone involved, keeps everyone from quitting or going somewhere else. We like success. I really like the vibe of the Turkey Bowl and especially Thanksgiving practice. I don't think anybody is used to it, but after nine years of practicing on Thanksgiving, I think sometimes it can be taken for granted. What was very evident is that the players involved in Thanksgiving, you know, the Wednesday practice, the Thursday practice, everybody was engaged. And and the vibe around that practice was kind of showed me everything that that I thought was true about the role on the team that you guys have and just how important it is when you bring JV guys up for you guys to be able to show them the way, hey, this is how you prepare. This is how you be an effective member of the attack team. This is what's expected of you. Do you feel that leadership role when Thanksgiving week rolls around? Yeah, definitely. With all the new bring-ups and no school, you definitely feel like you have to give it all to football. So we take care of business first, and then you know we'll have a little fun with the turkey bowl. And the bring-ups, but it's definitely great energy all week. Over the course of the season, you had some opportunities to get in, and when you have, you've made your opportunities worthwhile. You got in on Saturday, you got a tackle. You know, five total tackles this season, two tackles behind the line of scrimmage. You're a guy that kind of knows where the ball is and can make plays. Obviously, in the moment, you're thinking about making plays and, and making sure you're doing the right things on the field, but 
Have you ever thought about what that perception means when you go out and make plays to the guys that are seeing, you know, the reward, the spoils, if you will, from being a tag team guy, getting those opportunities to play? To me, it's it's got to be a, a an unbelievable leadership moment for you as a player. For sure. I mean, with all the preparation we put in, even the attack team guys, it's cool to have the starters going crazy on the sidelines from your plays and keeping the energy up all night. That's the fun part for me is is watching these guys that, you know, you, you call them starters, but they're the guys that, that are the best players in their spots. But the guys right behind them, you're one of those guys. To have those guys out there cheering you on, to have the coaches, you know, you, you see almost as much celebration from the coaching staff. That has to feel good when you're, you know, you're back there seeing, you know, Coach McKelvey and Coach Jones and, and all these guys that coach you on a day-to-day basis. When you make a play, take us through that that moment. I mean, I just don't want to let them down. I'm out there and they let the threes go in. We're up by a lot. So I'm just trying to keep it like that. Let the fours go in. I think when you have that mentality of the next man up, it's said a lot in the game of football, having a next man up mentality. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to actually have that culture. What is it like for you when you see guys go down, you see guys miss time in the defensive back room? We had this happen earlier this year. Uh, Your teammate, George Jones, had to step in for Denham Collins when he was out for a few games. What did you see from your perspective, how George handled that and, and how you would ultimately handle that situation? George did a great job stepping up and filling the starting role. I think, I mean, his preparation was great. And that's what most of the backup guys, we, our preparation is there and we'll be ready to take the starting role if necessary. You're a Westlake guy. And, and what the coaches say about you, Wit, is, you know, he is a true blue, red, white, and blue Westlake guy. And, you know, and I can kind of tell by talking to you that your intensity is a big part of your game. How would you describe yourself, your experience as a Westlake player? Because, this is a class that has a record number of seniors in it. You're one of them, and I think it's it's unique to see a guy that is so intense, that is so locked in, especially a guy that, that is in your position. Tell us what, what this experience has been for you. I've been in the Eanes district since kindergarten, so I've grown up with a lot of these guys. You know, We've created some great bonds over the years, and it's just something you can't really break or let down so we're always giving full effort for each other and always ready to put it on the line for each other i also think it's a unique way to start your career you guys and i've reminded our audience of this a number of times when we interview seniors your career started in the middle of a pandemic you know you were wearing masks at practice you didn't you weren't getting a chance to play some games here and there they were trying to find opportunities for you guys to to get to play football and it really slowed that that growth pattern for you as players but to look around and you know i asked this of reagan street last week i said you look around and 61 guys are 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 the ones left standing and to be the biggest class in westlake football history what does that mean to you it's really awesome honestly i love being with all the guys having the biggest group ever we're all really close and you know we have been for the past four or five years since middle school really and it helps with the team the chemistry i mean it's all there when you guys were in middle school, Westlake was on this championship run. And for the last nine years, it has been at least a trip to the region final. You know, trying to make it seven in a row, getting to the state semifinal. And I think you finally being here, does it feel like it's been fast? I mean, because there was a time where you were at AT&T Stadium watching these guys win a state championship, and then you're a part of it. it does it seem like it's gone fast? It's gone by pretty fast, I'd say. I mean, time flies when you're having fun. Um it's like getting after it in the morning, you know, 
waking up definitely makes it go by a little faster, getting up early, getting over with the day. I think that's a big challenge that I think a lot of people meet with a bit of trepidation around the state. You know, there's not that much commitment to get up at 4.30 in the morning, be in the building at 5 a.m., be in the meeting room at 5.30, be on the practice field at 6 a.m. I think it also keeps a lot of guys out of trouble. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. there's not enough time in the evening. You got to get your schoolwork done. You, I think the balance between what I would call for a high school student is work. Your work is studying and making sure that you're performing in the classroom the way you want to but also learning how to time manage, especially guys that are on the attack team, because you have to consider the intelligence wit when you have the responsibilities of just being a Westlake student, which is challenging in and of itself. Then you have the extracurricular activity of playing football, which we know is almost like a full-time gig. And then the attack team guys have to learn, in this case, Lake Travis's offense and, and Lake Travis's defense so that you guys can give the best look possible. How do you manage that? It's definitely a grind. I mean, it definitely just, you got to make most of all your time in class right when you get home. Make sure you're still getting a good night's rest, keep you fresh. But And I think the recovery process is something that helps. You know, hey, like, I can't go and vanish and play video games for four hours till two in the morning because I won't be worth anything at practice. I think it, it creates some really good habits really early on in, in your young life. Do you feel like you're organized and and maybe a better student because of the schedule that you have to keep definitely i mean it keeps me on track if i'm not i fall behind so i gotta just keep up with all my work and all the football stuff what's your favorite subject math probably yeah i find a lot of football players are into math and i think schematically i kind of understand why when you're when you're faced with all the terminology and and really diagnosing a football play is almost like, you know, my mom was a math teacher for 38 years in the classroom. She was a 50-year teacher. So I understand it from a from the standpoint of what does it mean perception-wise. And I look at it and goes, man, you're solving a problem. It's almost like you're solving a proof. When you're looking at film and then you take the information and the data from film and then you apply it to the practice field, does it feel like you you understand it? Does it feel like as you go through that process, it's it's something that's almost like answers to a question? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's like when you break it down a lot, like the coaches do for us in film, it makes it a lot easier, smaller steps. So that kind of helps us reach our goal. Let me talk about the coaches because a lot of people that are in your position are former Shaps of the Week who have talked to us in this podcast have always said, look, we have the best coaches. And I think there's a lot of care and trust that has been developed over and continuity. And I think continuity is a big, big part of it with when you have the same guys telling you the same things over and over again, and then you have those results from years past. I, I think I go back to our conversation with one of your teammates in the defensive back room and probably one of the smartest guys on the team. You know, Ty Ingramizer says, the moment I stepped in the on the field, I felt like this was a collaborative process. It wasn't I wasn't being told what to do. I was being educated and then they were trusting me to kind of have a communication back and forth do you do you feel that it's a collaborative effort in the defensive back room definitely the coaches i mean the way they trust us it's it's big i mean it gives us a lot of confidence to go out there and kind of make plays do what we love most let's talk about the the energy around this game because i know the competitive fire in you and i know that there is a lot of it that is focused on the job at hand and I think it's very healthy that the coaches look at this and say, look, they're they're just the next team. And when I say Lake Travis is definitely the next team, I think Westlake looks at it a little bit different. I think this program inside the field house says, we understand our goal. Our goal is beyond this game, but we've got to get 
this game done. What's the mood and practice been like from your perspective this week of work getting ready for the region final? I mean, it's obviously incredible getting to play LT again, especially after we beat them earlier this year. I mean, LT definitely gets fire burning in our heart and we're ready to just go make the most of the game. It's going to be the highest energy game of the season and ready to show the fans what we're all about. I think it's also unique to have this is the round of eight. You're trying to get to the final four. Do you ever look around and go, wow, Dripping Springs is in the region final in Division Two? Lake Travis, the top three teams in District 26-6A are in it to be in the state semifinal. That's That's got to tell you what kind of brand of football you play here in Central Texas. That element of pride, you know, you, you beat Dripping Springs, you beat Lake Travis, you got a chance to play again for the region final, a chance to go on to the state semifinal if it, if it works out. But, man, you got to feel like, hey, I'm part of something here in the Central Texas area that's pretty special. Our strength of schedule is for sure giving us a lot of confidence. I mean, you can see it in our scores through the first couple playoff games, and we continue. So just, I mean, roll people. It's our plan. I think when you have a senior class that is so driven and committed, and, of course, a senior class that came up short a year ago. I think Coach Salazar has talked about the fact that the semifinal has been a, a calling card, something that you guys have leaned on since January. And as a guy that I know has had to work hard in Chapmaker, offseason, PC, spring ball, describe that grind because I think Luke Vale kind of said it best. Again, another teammate of yours in the defensive back room where you go, I don't think people understand that the plan for district championships, we start thinking about it in January. It, it doesn't just start in, in summer. It doesn't just start in August when fall camp starts. We've been talking about this since January. Yeah, I mean, we've been working for a year straight to you know, get back to the same spot back to the semifinals and this game it's a big game because we're not we don't want to work for a year straight just to not make it back to the point where we lost it we've just been given everything we've got putting everything on the line working together to make it this far and we just hope we can go all the way to the state championship take it home how does Whit Greer get ready to play what's some of the things that, that you're that's in your routine that that get you in the in the best spot before a game I like to you know just lock in mentally watch some film listen to music Talk some friends about the game plan, you know, get settled and make sure there's no errors in the defense. How much communication goes on between you and your teammates before the game? I, I notice that there's a lot of chatter. You know, I, I get a chance to listen to the offensive line group a lot. You know, every now and then I'll, I'll drift into a meeting and, and you can just hear it. Football is something that y'all actively talk about is, you know, how much of that goes on before the game? Definitely a ton. I mean, we're definitely all trying to lock into the game before, but the bond that we've created, I mean, it allows us to kind of talk about what's going to happen and the situations that we'll be in during the game, and we're always there for each other. There there seems to be some honest communication. It's not just, hey, you did great on that. I think you guys can hold each other accountable. What's that like? Because I know that's a big thing in film. Nobody wants to be that guy that took a playoff. And then we even talked to Coach Salazar before this game, and he said, we, we went back and broke down ourselves. We scouted ourselves. There's so much accountability with that I think a lot of people get lost in that. What's the accountability like? Like, how do you perceive it? Well, Coach Salazar always talks about being an encourager, not a discourager. So, I mean, all of us, we just kind of have the mindset of encouraging each other. And like with everyone around us, it's kind of hard to mess up because everyone wants it so bad. And when they do, that they know. I mean, they'll just get the next one because everyone's there telling them they got it. Final thought with Whit Greer, our Shap of the Week, a guy that has pretty much done everything that you can possibly do in a Westlake uniform and, and really has stood the test of time with this senior class. 
I know that goal number one was checked when you won the district championship. I know that goal number two has been checked because you were able to practice on Thanksgiving. There's a wall out there in the field house, and I know you want to see your picture on it. I know you want to see all of, of your teammates' pictures on it. How big is wall week as we close out with Whit Greer? Wall week, I mean, it's just another week on the way to the state championship. All our goals fall in line, and, you know, it's right there towards the end. From a personal standpoint, I know you work really hard, Whit, and I know that getting in the game and having some stats, you know, you're, you're officially a member of, of this program forever. And what's important to me is to, to really understand what's, what drives you, what motivates you. What are some of the things that, that Whit Greer wants to see come out of this? I was there two years ago in Jerry World after we won, and I mean, seeing everyone that happy, it's once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Definitely want to get there again. He's Whit Greer, our Shop of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Of course. You've been listening to the Westlake Nation Podcast. Stay tuned as we bring you new episodes each week. The Westlake Nation Podcast is powered by the Westlake Shop Club and part of the Westlake Nation Media Network. This is Westlake Nation.